So today we're going to talk about who's to blame, who's to blame. Now, I have a lot of customers and they love to blame, you know, the products that they're using because they feel that they're not making enough progress. So what you think about that, Biz? Oh, yeah, because every time, um, for example, uh, in my in my health coach, in my, my health coach business, somebody will tell me, oh, I have a bloating issue. And then I'll tell them maybe you you need HCL. And that's like they will take the HCL for two days and they stop taking it. And they will come to me two two months later. Oh, it didn't work. Like, how long did you use that? Well, it's very common, very common things, you know. Carrie, uh, you've seen it on your and your clients in the salon. My God, what do they do whenever they come in? You know, this is not working. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is a common, common complaint in the hair industry for us, especially with colors. Somebody comes in and they have hair color like mine and they go on to go platinum. And then with not using the shampoos or the regimens that we recommend and tell them to use, they don't use it or don't want to pay for it or be like, hey, yeah, yeah, no, we got the color I want. And then a week, two weeks, three weeks later, depending on where they are, the they're washing their hair with hot water and they're not using the shampoo or conditioner that we recommended. And they're like, my hair has gone brassy. I, you didn't do your job properly. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 wish I, I wish I had a, a magic wand, you know, I'll be millionaire for that. I would have every, I would have the dream car. I would have the dream house. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, People, you have to understand, you know, if you're starting on a, on a program, you're starting a product, at least give the product enough time, you know, to evaluate it properly. And, and one of the things that I always say to people, you know, take pictures, take pictures mm -hmm. when before you start a program and make sure that the, the following pictures, you know, are in the same, you know, same angle, same lighting conditions, you know, try to recreate the same pictures. So when you take the pictures, you can compare and see what's happening if, if it's really working or isn't because the the problem is and you see that Bisan, i mean when when you were working with uh, wasn't power uh I, I said the name right <laughs> well, yeah you actually said it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we we all, we, all, we, we joked around about the, the name you know but yeah. you know you, you see those patients you know they, yeah. they come in after the, they, they go to their surgery and you know they're not doing the things that they're doing and what happens you know they, they start blaming and when they yeah. start seeing the pictures Oh my God! Right, <laughs> that's so amazing. We, right, we, we tell them in, in the hair surgery, please hair, wash your hair in, in a certain way, and they don't wash it, don't don't bend over for the first fourteen days, don't do workouts because you have local anesthesia. Nobody listens, and they come with like three, four graphs in, in their hands like this. Like, oh, that's bad. Because you didn't listen, because you didn't follow the instructions. You like when you invest in something, invested till the end you don't pay the money and leave do your homework do your job when your when your trichologist says take your vitamins when your trichologist says do this do it for how much the trichologist said for the, the amount of time that is designated for you and you know here it is hair loss cannot be hair grow in overnight we all i mean we wish we wish we wish we, we, we can do that well, I could put extensions in. Extensions work. I could definitely I do, that. do that. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> we, we, we need to do the job properly. We need to be responsible. We help people. We teach people what to do. But that's the thing. Is people don't want to be responsible. They want to 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 someone else takes mm -hmm. responsibility for for what's happening to their hair. Mm -hmm. You know, and and you know they blame you because they're not doing their their own work at home. And like guys, it's simple. Follow the instructions, follow the regime, and then you start enjoying the results. But people don't want to do that. 
know, you know we are in an era where it's fast 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 and everybody wants fast results everybody wants an overnight pill that grows your hair or make me thin or make me strong like i wish i swear i wish but that actually that is the delusion that we live in and actually the next generation it's even it's going to be a worse problem the next generation they need they they have the attention of a goldfish right Kerry? it's like 20 <laughs> second attention span it's like so what when, when i'm dealing with with the with the younger generation it's like i want to grow, grow my hair my wedding my wedding is in a week i was like what <laughs> anyway. am, I, how, am, I, am I supposed to pull a, a rabbit out of the cat <laughs> out of the hat or something like that no <laughs> even, even if I call Carrie from Canada now to put you like the, the whole extensions in the world is not going to work <laughs> so, yeah, no that's understand. we need to sit back and understand and that's why here in the hair wire it's about science we need yeah. to to understand the root cause the science behind it so we can teach it to our clients so they can um, adhere to the protocol. And you know, I'm going to add something to that too, because as a trichologist as well, so I'm a beautician and a trichologist. So I see both in the salon chair and I also see in my clinical practice. Now, one thing I do see as well with people trying to come in and start with working with hair growth, sometimes you have to work backwards and reverse engineer. Right. Oh, yeah. You move forward because I have a lot of times people and I see a lot of women, uh, especially with nutritional deficiencies, men and women with nutritional deficiencies as of lately. And I'll go in and I'll coach them because I have to have also some training in nutrition and I'll go and I'll see what the hiccup is. But oftentimes the hair that has already grown out is already mm. brittle, broken, damaged from the lack of nutrients that they got during the time that they were malnourished. Yep. And sometimes you do have to go backwards and remember that the hair that's still growing out is still hair. I, I'm only helping you nourish the new hair that's coming in, not the old okay. hair. As a beautician, I can help you maintain it so it looks healthy and strong, but to fix it after it's grown out, not necessarily. And so a lot of times people come in and be like, well, my hair's falling out or it's breaking. Well, yeah. We have to also remember the past. This stuff has to grow up for the new stuff to grow in. Mm -hmm. So, and then a lot of times they also don't realize that slow and steady wins the race. And sometimes you won't see results for three, six, nine months. But we also have to remind ourselves, you guys, that our hair grows on average, on average, and not everybody, on average, a quarter of an inch a month. If that, if you're the average ratio of the person that your hair grows that fast. And a lot of people forget that. And you may not see an inch worth of growth for four months. So you have to consider that. So like, for example, the hair on my head, this is six years worth of hair. So if you want to have that long, thick, healthy hair, you know, you have to put in the time. And maybe yeah, you, you got to commit, you got to commit to the time and, and put the, the, the effort on it. And of course, you know, stay connected to, to the, to the proper regime. I mean, one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys, you know, uh, people always ask, uh, is there, is there a, a, a good product for this <laughs> condition i mean every time they, people keep asking about products and, and i always go to the same answer you know there is no uh bad product just only advice or wrongly use for the for the for the you know it's not for, it's not right for, the, for that type of condition it's not right for your hair it's not right for the type of scalp that you have what do you guys think about that absolutely yeah yes I it's think. about how you use it. I, I've used the cheapest products and just enhance them with an essential oil yeah. or just, you know, simply massaging the scalp. And it's all about technique. So absolutely. Yes. And yes, and don't get me wrong. There are really good products out there. But exactly. 
but when it comes to hair growth that's already out, there's no no cure for fixing the hair. It's a band-aid. Eventually exactly. that product will wear off. Yeah. And also it's a personalized thing too. Uh, hair loss, it, as we said before, it is due to different uh, different reasons. So when you pinpoint the reasons, not one reason, the reasons, then you personalize. Maybe this product would be good for you and this product will, will help you a little bit. So you as a trichologist will play with, with like you, it's a really, a really nice dance. You play with it and see what, what your client needs. And also just, I want to uh, uh, just mention something that Kerry was saying that sometimes we have to do uh, uh, like reverse engineer, um, yeah. especially when it comes to uh, when people have uh, uh, IBS or any gut issues, which which is a huge problem these days because of, you know, the food industry and, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the pandemic we are in, not, not the other pandemic, the food pandemic. So, um, so basically when these people come with gut issues, you actually, when you when you subscribe for them or when you give them the good probiotics and after you do the correct testing, that actually the, the, it gets so worse first and it has to get worse first to get reversed and get better. So you have yep. to kill all the time. The, the thing is that many people don't, don't understand that thing. That, you know? And even when you explain it to them, it, you know, and they, they, <laughs> they go like, oh, it. I'm losing more hair. No, it's not that you're losing more hair. You know, you have to shed out sometimes the old, weak ones so you can get the new ones. It, yes. It's yes, it's part of the when, process. When you, exactly. When when you're trying to fix the gut, that's actually putting stress on your body and putting inflammation. That's why you're losing your hair. Yeah. When you want to fix this gut, it's gonna get worse. So worse first because all the toxins are dying off, and at that time you're gonna have a lot of hair shedding. And if you don't understand as a client, as and you as a trichologist, you should explain properly to your client. If they don't understand why this is happening, they won't. They won't get adhered to this protocol, and then they come and blame you. Oh, my hair is even worse. <laughs> no, 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 worse now because later on it's going to be fixed the proper way. So, in in the, in our way to uh, properly balance the equation, uh, once our clients are doing what they're supposed to be doing, when should they expect to see results? Usually. Uh, if you if let let's say they're 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 dealing with a gut issue, let's say that mm -hmm. uh, usually the gut will will take somewhere between three to six months to be repaired, and you know the hair will take another three to six months to to grow properly. So you're you're looking for a one year commitment, At for least. a one year proper commitment. What do you think, Carrie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it depends on the type of hair loss. I find a lot of people also don't realize there's more than one type of alopecia, which, oh, yeah. you know, the industry out there and a lot of people think I have alopecia. Well, what kind of alopecia? So it all really <laughs> starts with understanding the type of alopecia they have. If it's a gut issue, a genetic issue, a stress issue, and for us to navigate that, and then that will all change. So yes, like the genetic hair loss, yes, you can see results quicker. Versus if I have somebody with um, a, nu a nutrient deficiency or gut issue, it'll be a lot different. And even to me, with I see people with um, growing out their hair and I use extensions to camouflage it as we grow it and they don't want to cut their hair. Well, I show them before and after results with it growing and how healthy and thick it is. And I tell them, you're signing in with me for two years. Like if you yeah. want me to coach you to grow your hair from A to B, you are committed to me for two years. 
That's the, it. The thing is, yeah, it's it's important the commitment, but also you know sometimes people need to understand that they're experiencing two or even three types of hair loss at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. You know, it, it, yes. That complicates things a lot. I mean, you got the uh, androgenetic alopecia, the telogen yeah. effluvium, and sometimes even with some traction or even uh, mm -hmm. alopecia areata, you know, or inflammation of the scalps have derms arise. I mean, sometimes we, <laughs> I, I, I get some of those uh, clients, you know, I, I call it the, you get it all kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing you know a double whammy uh type of client you can't you hit the ballpark with this one so uh you have to understand that you know you have to work each of those uh problems and i always say is you're putting out uh 20 fires at the same time so you start mm -hmm. with the smallest one and you work mm -hmm. your way to the biggest one and as you move Forward, you start seeing good results but in between in the process you might still experience some hair loss uh, along the way until it finally corrects and you start seeing hair growth so it, it, it's a process and sometimes it, it takes longer uh, I say usually you will start seeing good results within uh, at least minimal results within 30 days you can see that but you know uh, something that it's appreciated by a third person uh you have to take at least at least six months all right mm -hmm. and some people might see uh, good results after three months but you know it will depend on their metabolism and how well they uh, adhere to the instructions of the process and it, it takes time it takes time so folks i hope you're getting good information about what we're discussing here today so it's all about you know following the footsteps following, of course, you know, the recommendations and do what's right for your hair. Don't be crazy. Don't be jumping around from one treatment to another because that's what gets you bald. You know, you don't want to keep losing your hair. So stick to a program, stick to it until you see results. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, guys, is, you know, not seeing uh, hair, hair loss still is a good result. Yes. Yeah. 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 You take it. You can take a picture today, and after three months, if I still look the same, it's a win. That's, That's a, a huge win. Huge. Of course. Huge. Yeah, of we're course. getting as a trichologist or a hair expert, we're getting to the root problem of the hair loss. And so, if we're telling you that yes, we'll start helping you with working with better hair growth, but we're also trying to stop the hair loss in its tracks, and that is definitely nailed it on the head. That is great results. You stop that hair loss. That's that's why you need the hair wire. You know why? Because it's all about education. <laughs> education, education. When you know why you're losing your hair and when you know the reasons of why you're losing your hair, when you educate yourself, which, which is why we will be here to help you, then you will stick to the regime and you will have hair growth. Amen to that. Now, how about those people who want to see, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm part of a different groups and I see a lot of questions and people, you know, they keep asking me and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the questions sometimes. It's very hard, but, you know, uh, I want the hair now. I want hair now. Toppers and Why hair extensions. Come now. see me. I'll charge you a bunch for that. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you can do prosthesis. I mean, you can do a a a scalp assist, um, a hair system. There are many things that you can do. You know, we want to see hair now. That's easy. But yeah. you know, if you want to grow hair, it doesn't happen overnight, guys. It's very simple as that. You know, it takes time. At, at least, I mean, from a kenogen follicle to start reacting and start producing new hair, it takes about four months. So <laughs> you, you got to figure out, you know, start growing and then 
the, the amount of hair that you get after it starts growing. So a month number six is about what a, a fourth of an inch, and then growing fourth of an inch on each uh, every other month. It takes time, guys. I also like to explain it too is that we have hair armies so every time our stages of hair come out a new hair army yeah. is coming out or a new hair army is coming in so yes. that's why we always have different times that we'll lose more hair than others on top of hair loss so here in Canada I'm in northern Alberta so it's just cold 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 we tend to see I have a lot of people shed more in October or fall where we are but it's also season changing so people get worried I'm like no it's just our body transitioning for the weather changes and a lot of people don't consider that either too is that we have armies of hair coming in at different stages which is what you the want other thing is that, that, that you see is we you know when they're getting their hair back and you see like a bunch of little hairs you know like a sunshine <laughs> and, yep. and and they start thinking that maybe it's broken hair it's not broken hair. Sometimes it's new hair. And you have to learn how to differentiate when you're growing new hair and when it's broken hair. You know, when it's broken, you will see that the end of it, it's, you know, it's blunt, it's it's open. But when it's new, you will see it's thin. It's like, you know, like going from, from thick at the, at, the, uh, at the bottom and thin at the end. So you will know that it's a new hair. Actually, I can show it to you exactly what Sergio is talking about because <laughs> I I had a postpartum hair loss. Uh, my daughter is eight months old, and it's just it's just it's just exactly like the book. At six months, I I was shedding like a, a huge amount of hair, and it just actually it I know I understand, and I have the scientific background to understand it is postpartum hair loss. But still, when you see it, it's just like frustrating, and it is. But anyway, six months after six months, it started to stop and stabilize. And since six months till now, like two months, it, there was no hair loss. And as Carrie said, no hair loss is great. And now I'm happier because there is no hair loss. And now I started to seeing what Sergio is talking about, small, small army of hair coming out. Yeah. And it's just like, like I studied this in books. I teach it. But when it happened to me, it's a totally different story. <laughs> You're human after <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will call Sergio like, I'm losing my hair. I'm like, beside you, no. It's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you're not human or anything. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> like emotions don't don't happen to us. No, I mean that's the thing. We get emotional about hair, yes. and you know sometimes leading with those emotions is the first thing uh, that we should address as hair care professionals. You know, uh, before we even start with treatments, before we even start uh, with uh, dieting, we have to deal with emotions, and sometimes emotions are all over the place. I remember this lady; she came into the office and she started. Uh, kicking, screaming, throwing chairs. Oh, I, 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 my personal, you know, I was like, whoa. She was a small old lady. And, and I was like, what do I do with <laughs> What do I do with her, you know? So I invited her. I, I invited her to my office. Come on, grandma, please come here. Come here. Let's talk. You know, so I calmed her down, you know. And after a while, you know, and she's, she cried out, you know, what's her frustrations and everything. And we started talking about it and, and she calmed down and, and she started working with me. And after that first session, when she came back, then we did the, the consultation, the proper consultation. And then we talk about it more. And then we started doing, you know, treatments for her and, and she was actually getting uh, uh, better results out of it. But, you know, working with the emotions, it's, it's a must. I mean, you, you get emotional people, C Carrie, specifically you in the salon. 
you get emotional people like crazy. Like yeah. well, they say that the that hairdressers and bartenders are underpaid psychologists because our hair clients tell us more than their actual true. psychologists. And yeah, it's true. You you I have been a part of many of my clients' pivotal moments, and I've had clients for some over 15 plus years, and I've seen their hair in transitions. Like I had one client very emotional, going under a lot of stress, and he was always cool as a cucumber. He was just a uh, Joffrey he was just always cool as a cucumber I love that man he's great and I remember he was going under stress and you could see his personality was changing and he got in a lawsuit with his company and his hair went 65% gray and wow. you know and it was because of the stress and the emotions and this cool cucumber went from being fun and outgoing to very emotional little emotion little sayings would make him cry everything and it was all because of the stress and the emotions and yeah, yeah it does affect you which by the way his hair is back to 30 percent less gray versus the 65 all because we manage his stress nice nice yeah so, <laughs> but even myself like i same thing i i don't know if i've ever told you guys my hair loss story what actually really triggered me into studying trichology but i have celiac disease and psoriasis so i know a lot about the two autoimmune disorders yep. but i remember i was in the shower and I've always had thick hair always always but I remember I was in the shower and I'm not kidding clumps of hair were coming oh. into my hand it was like a yep. scene from a horror movie and I remember in the shower shaking and just crying and I come from a very conservative family I was raised Roman Catholic so you don't show much skin I walked out <laughs> in front of my mom and my dad in a towel with my my husband who was my boyfriend at the time in a towel <laughs> <laughs> hands full of hair just crying and as a hairdresser I know but I tell you it was like did somebody put an air in my my shampoo did somebody play a nasty trick on me oh. you know all the emotions went in my head and yeah like you go through these and everybody's like trying to help me they couldn't even I was in so much shock my mom had to dress me and drive me to my doctor to figure out and it you know so like yeah, yeah we're human and those actions and reactions are going to happen and until you kind of solve and resolve and figure it out until you get figure out <laughs> you can <laughs> you yeah. be brought down and solve what's going on yeah, yeah. <laughs> now miss you when you were doing smp i mean a lot of people get emotional and yeah. and, and, and frustrated but particularly very afraid of the process sometimes yeah. i mean <laughs> It will jump on the needle, like literally. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, just to uh, acknowledge what you both guys said, uh, trusting your trichologist, trusting it, trusting them, is the key key thing to do. Because yeah. if you don't trust your trichologist, you're not going to adhere, and then we're going to go in a vicious cycle. But answering your question, Sergio, yes, uh, the uh, the people, uh, unfortunately, the people who come to me. Uh, to do the scalp micropigmentation are either the people who um, are totally uh, like totally bold, uh, mm -hmm. the guys like who has an army shaved uh, head, and these people are easy to deal with because they know what they want. They're not scared of the needles. They're fine. They need a nice, nice hairline and a nicer profile. They have been bold for a long time. They miss their hairlines. But what is the hard? part is that when I do scalp micropigmentation for density reasons, density mm -hmm. for women and men. So yep. unfortunately, uh, not a lot of people know that trichologists exist. 
And yep. fortunately for them, when they come to me, I am a trichologist as well. So I can camouflage your hair loss in the area, let's say here, with a scalp micropigmentation. It's great. It's not going to hurt your hair at all because we don't go deep. We don't, there's no blood involved, all the stuff. It's if like anything, kind of, it will stimulate it because it's creating exactly. circulation. Yeah. I was about to say that. It's like a yeah. kind of, it's not a mesotherapy, of course, but you kind of, the, 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 the same concept, let me, let me say. Yeah, like a micro needling type not micro needling type of treatment at the same oh, time yeah, yeah 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 but of course one dot at a time <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so uh, in, in my in my work with dr wasser power for five years uh people come to a hair surgeon um with all due respects of course but they have no idea that they can actually treat their hair while doing SMP. SMP yeah. is a great tool to camouflage your hair loss, to make you feel good about yourself, to feel confident, but it, not, it is not the solution. It is exactly. not. You need to see a trichologist. You, you need to see a hair, a hair surgeon. You, you need to see somebody qualified to help you uh, stop or, or minimize your hair loss. Um, so, um, and that's why Going back to the to the point of emotional, it is very emotional. Uh, people will will like will go under a needle to not just to not look thin. Like yeah. there's a lot of women who are scared of needles and they are willing to do SMP just because they don't want to look very very thin. And um, and when they trust a trichologist, they will actually have a solution later on. But going back, it takes time. And it, 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 it's it all takes, about, you know, taking yeah. time and, and taking and trust, trust in the process. Yeah. It's now, trust. one of the things that you mentioned, you know, it, it, sometimes people believe that, for instance, hair transplant is the solution. No, no. Oh hair transplant is the last resort. Hair transplant is a great thing to do. But if you don't have any other options and exactly. it, it, not necessarily everybody can do a hair transplant. A hair transplant and it's expensive. It's very oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. I feel like I'm in, I'm in a movie. <laughs> and also, not everybody is a candidate. A lot of women they don't understand that it doesn't yeah. actually work for eighty percent of women. You know why? Because our scalp is very, very sensitive. The amount of hair shock loss that women go through if they go through a surgery, it's actually worse than any hair loss they ever had. And the problem is, is that you know you go to a, a good doctor and they will yeah. say to you, "You're not a candidate," and yet they buy tickets and go to Turkey exactly. to get their hair transplant. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh my God. And they like, they don't, that's the, that's the thing. People need a channel like, like this, the hair wire, please listen, because yep. not everybody, especially 80% of women are not candidates for a hair surgery. Before you do a hair surgery, there's a million of things you can do to save your hair and at least stop your hair loss, at least stop your hair loss. Um, just you need education. That's all what you need. And as as Sergio said in the beginning, there was a huge gap in the in the internet on YouTube. There's no people who are talking about education. And you know you don't have to pay money to get educated. Come here, yeah. we will educate you. We already went through all this. We have the experience, and we are here to do exactly that. And you don't have to pay money. You have to suffer. That's that. right. Oh. You stick, stick here with the hair wire. Now, Carrie, you've seen hair transplant uh, 
after, you know, the, after people get from the hair transplant, they go to your chair to get their hair done and everything. And, you know, the expectation sometimes is that, you know, after the hair surgery, done, they don't have to do anything else. What do you think about that? No, it, there's maintenance to it as well. Uh, a lot of times they'll get it and they don't take the proper care in, you know, treating it. It's just like growing a garden. You could plant the seeds, yeah. but you're not going to grow the seeds and that's it. You still have to harvest it. You still have to maintain it. You still have to nurture it. Same thing with the hair after the transplants. And I commonly see that um, all the time. It's, you know, proper shampoo. And, you know, and if you haven't had hair for a long time, they think that they could just use any generic shampoo and, you know, skip the shampoos. You know, there is process to follow and I do see that quite common or even after people get extensions and they finally take the extensions out and finally have the hair thick and long they the way they want it and you know there are extension people who put them in and don't cut or trim the hair in between and their hair is worse off than when they put them in yeah but if you have which is a whole topic on its own it could be a full playlist which I would love to have a playlist on that um <laughs> but if you have someone who knows we're gonna, we're gonna be covering that folks we're gonna be covering <laughs> that in the, few, in the future episodes yeah we're gonna be doing that <laughs> but then you'll have the ones that will come in and like myself I I and a few other extensionists that we know we'll put the extensions in we'll maintain it get their hair growing back healthy and We'll get it to where they wanted it to the point they could get the extensions out and then they go back to their old way and yep. not cutting it regularly, not putting their serums in, not trimming it, bleach blonding it, over bleaching it, over bleaching it, over bleaching it, flatter and flatter in it. And then they come back within six months and they're like, my hair's crappy again. That's well, the thing. You know, people think that they bought a solution and they forgot that there's maintenance into the process. I mean, if you go after surgery and you do not keep, I mean, if you have androgenetic alopecia and you did a surgery, you have to keep using your minoxidil. You have to keep doing your finasteride because if you don't, the hair that was not transplanted, the one that was already there, you're going to be losing that one. And the same thing with the hair extensions. I mean, you put the extensions, you start making it looking longer and everything. But if you don't trim the ends, if you don't use the the the, the hair mask, you don't start using the proper shampoo. Germs. You know, you neglect the, the you know the proper care for your hair. Then what was all that sacrifice using the hair extensions for what? For what? You know. <laughs> And and also and also like going cheap on hair transplants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, extensions too. I see that so common. They don't yep. want to spend the money on the good quality, hundred percent human cuticle correct, I know. I know. and then they wonder where their hair's all matted. I know. I know. Like, you, you need to do your homework. You need to do your homework, and, and not even your homework. You have to trust the expert because there's exactly. I don't know where you live. I in Canada, hair extensions are not regulated. Oh, my husband okay. could go tomorrow and decide to apply extensions to somebody and it is okay. Oh, he's not okay. allowed to color or cut it, but he's allowed to put the extensions in. So that's commonly happening everywhere here. And yeah. so you'll have somebody like, I'm an extensionist. I know what I'm doing. And here, this is the hair. It's the best hair. It's human hair. And then they go and put in this crappy hair, gets mm. mad, it gets tangled. You have to do your homework. Go check qualifications. You have a hundred percent right. Look at me in the camera. You have a hundred percent right to ask qualifications, show qualifications, and ask for a portfolio. And a business license is not the same as a cosmetology license. And I find a lot of industry professionals will go in and get their hair done and go to a licensed barber or a licensed salon. Yeah, maybe they have a business license, but make sure they have an industry license or a certification or something of that credential in their area. 
try calling Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> Hallelujah. As we are three trichologists, we are accredited trichologists. We've gone to school for our time. We went to school for a very long time just to learn trichology. Yeah. We know what we are talking about. We didn't take a we two-day week. We paid a lot of money. Paid a lot of money. Folks, if you're looking for good trichologists, ask how long did it took you to achieve that certification because yeah, if it took you only, if two it days. took you two, two days, days three days one week two weeks <laughs> start running run yeah. out of that place yeah. okay start running trichology <laughs> is like biology trichology it's a science it's it takes a, years guys it takes years to complete a, a certification program so yes. it's nothing it's not something that you're gonna get overnight and i mean I've been doing, I've been a certified trichologist for 24 years, still haven't figured, I still haven't figured all out, you know, there's, there are still things that I'm, that I still need to learn, that I'm learning to this day. So that's why I invest on uh, different certifications, different educational programs, um, uh, continuous education. I mean, this is why, because we have to keep learning, keep evolving and keeping up with the new stuff. I mean, there's a bunch of new stuff coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Biz, uh, you have, you're a researcher. Um, um, I remember uh, we talked a, a, a while back about, you know, uh, different new stuff. You know, we were talking about exosomes, PDOs and, and whatnot. You know, what, what, what have you seen coming new and, and on the pipeline? Uh, actually, exosome is a little bit controversial still till now uh, because, uh, you know, the source of it, where where they like, it's just the thing that it's it has an ethical part to it, too. Yeah. But uh, it is very promising. It's really very promising. Theoretically speaking, like the PRP, when it started the PRP, theoretically yeah. speaking, it's great because it's a lot of growth factors you injected, you know, you, reju you rejuvenate that area. Um But now the thing that with exosomes, for example, they hit a wall with the delivery system. Mm -hmm. How do you want to deliver it to your to your scalp without doing a lot of damage to your hair follicles? And that's why I I, I heard recently said somebody bought the TEDx, <laughs> which is a great <laughs> delivery system. So all these uh, all these particles are great. Even the PRP is great in itself. The peptides are great, the copper peptides, the exosomes, but the delivery system is the problem. And here where Sergio is going to talk to us about TED. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about, I mean, the, the thing about TED is that, you know, we're able to deliver all of these nutrients to the skin without causing an injury, like, for instance, the needle. Now, I have to say, we have other methods, uh, for instance, microneedling, uh, PRP, exosomes uh peptides you know the big boys you know and, and i call them the big boys of the industry yeah, because the that's what boys. they are you know you know they're the big boys you know they're if you want to get hair like fast those that's that's where you want to go but you don't want to go there without actually working with your blood because the thing is that it will depend this type of treatments depend on what's yeah. happening what's it available on your blood so if you haven't worked out with your nutrients if you haven't got your leaky gut under control uh if you're you don't have your eating. yeah those other Andina. factors under control oof. yeah yeah you're Like people will be most, unfortunately, most people in the United States, the toxic level toxicity in their in their body is like off the limits of the charts because of all the environmental things we have in here. And then they go and they do PRP and some 
some surgeons, some dermatologists, like they don't, I mean, they don't tell them that let's first work with your inner body, with your nutrition. Let's, let's take the inflammation down. Like, exactly. you know, like a simple, a simple test called, uh, called ESR and it is covered by insurance. It's really a simple test. We don't know about it. If you ask your primary doctor to do it for you, you will know your inflammation level. And it's really cheap test to do. Uh, if you have a very high inflammation level level in your body, that means you have some chronic disease going on, maybe because of toxicity, maybe because of malnutrition, maybe because of all kinds of things. But you don't go with a very high inflammation level and go to a dermatologist, let them take your blood, blood out with all the heavy metals in it and inject it in your hair. You know what happens? Yep. You will just increase the, the toxic load to your scalp. Oof. And... I don't That's get bad. it. Like, I am not a doctor. I, but <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, that, that's why, why I love. That's why I love the the epigenetic testing, Kerry. Uh, you have that uh, that device on on your clinic, and, and you use it to especially, you know, extract that type of information. What what do you see with that? Oh, I love, I love it. I, well, first off, I do have a diploma in epigenetics as well on top of the epigenetics testing. Um, but for myself, because I have a background in epigenetics, I don't only use that part to study what's going on because I am a firm believer that stress is a huge factor of hair, hair yeah. loss. And I, I study four areas of stress. I've put them in four areas, um, intake stress, which I use that epigenetics machine to navigate the intake stress that's affecting us internally. And then the next one is your emotional stress. So your heavy emotional load that you have. So the way you let stress affect you. And sometimes it's just changing your perception. And sometimes, especially with COVID, like if you go out and people get high anxiety, they take that as an emotional overload. Well, that has a cross effect in causing stomach issues, headache mm -hmm. issues, digestion issues, mind, body, spirits, it's all connected. And we often forget that. Then we also have residual stress, which is stress that has been harvested or um, stress that we haven't addressed, such as trauma or perceived perceptions or yeah. the way we were raised. And then the fourth one is physical stress. I've even seen hair loss due to a lack of um, uh, circulation from, you know, tension in oh, shoulders. Yes, yes. So, that's a big one. Yeah. So with my training as, as somebody with an epigenetics background, I navigate all four areas of stress with the subcategories under them. And then I move to the epigenetics machine that we're talking about specifically targeting, specifically targeting intake stress. So intake stress would be everything your body consumes, um, including Wi-Fi's from your phone, um, <laughs> food, medication, shampoo you put on your head, laundry detergent, it picks it all up. And yes, I will if I have anybody with hair loss and they want to do some deep work with me, I always make them do that test first. I could give you the treatments. I could give you the solutions. But if internally we haven't addressed that stress or the type of stress, we're not going to really get that far ahead. We will in bite-sized pieces. But if we want to have it be progressive in the way we get our hair loss solution fixed, we need to investigate these four areas and go yeah. deep. So that, that's why the, the, the basis of everything that we do as trichologists is in the trichoanalysis. You know, we we will examine the scalp. We will examine the hair. Mm -hmm. And even uh, for for the three of us, we, we do online consultations. So usually uh, we can do consultations with the camera or we can send a kit uh, uh, to so, so we can collect hair samples or uh, 
so you can have a, you know a device to to look into the scalp and, and see uh, what's going on so we can get a, a better view we can get the data the the, the real data uh my spanish starts kicking in so <laughs> we get the data and when we got that data guys we can collect and we can build a profile to direct you to the promised land here <laughs> Yeah. All right. You know, so yeah. you want to get there. You want to get you want to you. First of all, you want to keep your hair and then you can start growing your hair. So in order to keep your hair, there's a lot of things that underneath that we need to deal with. So, guys, start clicking right now. Hit the subscribe, hit the like button. And of course, if you want to get in contact with us, visit our website, thehairwire.com, thehairwire.com. Uh, send us an email. And we can get to you as soon as possible. Uh, whether you want to get a consultation with Bassan, with Care, with myself, hey, we're here for you guys, and we're here to take care of you and your hair needs, guys. So uh, comment, please bring your comments, bring your questions. Next show, we're going to be talking about a lot of good stuff. So stay tuned, guys. And uh, what's next? What's next? What's next, Carrie? What, what else do we say? I think we should talk about the most common one that everybody knows about is genetic hair loss. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. We're gonna be talking next week about pattern hair loss. <laughs> What's what? Male and female pattern hair loss. Male and female <laughs> pattern hair loss. That's it, guys. So stay tuned to the hair wire. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Later, right? Bye bye. Guys. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification. <laughs> yeah, button. subscribe. Yep, hit the notification bell. The hair wire. <laughs>